Hello, what have we here? Can you speak, Bocce? Well, of course I can, sir. It's like a second language to me. I'm a yeah, All right, shut up. I'll take this. Shut up, sir. Pokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. You're listening to Havoc Radio. X-Wing 2.0 and beyond. Havoc Radio. We're back again. Tonight we have myself, Benimus. We have Ryan. Hello there. We have Luke. Hey, hey. And we have Will. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> and we have <laughs> Gus in spirit, but he's actually out playing X-Wing right now. He abandoned he us. He's doing no. what we all should be doing. Yeah, he's sending us updates about trying all the new stuff, so he's having a good time. All right, so let's kick it off talking about things that have happened since last time in our own hobby updates. So I haven't played as much X-Wing as I would like, but that's because I've been doing a whole bunch of other stuff. I've been still playing a lot of Blood Bowl, getting organized for a league that's coming up, been painting way too much Blood Bowl. Like I've painted more teams than I've actually played with. So, yeah, it's been a bit crazy, but now that everything, all the squadron packs and stuff are out, that's, I'm looking to get some more X-Wing in. Hell yeah. Um, I have been playing quite a bit of X-Wing by comparison to other gaming systems. Um, they're probably not even close to what Luke you play. Um, I've been painting Infinity and a little bit of Legion and a little bit of X-Wing. And a little bit of Mech Warrior. Yep. And a little but bit of AOS. You actually <laughs> had a game of Infinity as well, right? Like, I have yeah. had a game of Infinity, and it was actually a lot of fun. It was like a bridge between Legion and 40k, as far as I can describe it as a gaming system. It Not was. It was really good. Yeah. Um, a mate of mine's been playing it for years, so he's been press ganging me into playing that and i already had a bunch of the models so i was like yeah let's do it and it looks um, like that's picking up uh, in our local area as well like i've seen people playing that at ringwood and stuff that was what got me over the line to be honest more than anything else is the fact that the local club is moving to the same shop as our x-wing night or x-wing club um and on the same night as our x-wing night and so it means Similar to the way of Legion. That. Yeah, exactly. Mm. If I feel like playing Infinity, I can. If I feel like playing X-Men, I can. I don't have to add an extra night to my week, which was never going to happen. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's about it. And other than that, I've just been playing a bunch of games and testing out lists, which I've been loving. Played games about three hours ago, in fact. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I have been playing a fair bit of X-Wing, um, which has been nice. Very excited with the new packs, which we'll be covering soon. Um, 
so that's local and also the uh, Singapore Online League has just started. So I'm having my first game on Thursday, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, and I've come up with something really degenerate for a list, which I'll call <laughs> that a, a pre-sizzler because I'll cover that later as well. Mm-hmm. Is it hyperspace <laughs> or extended? Uh, it is extended. Gross. Mm. You better yep. believe it. Um, and other than that, I've been yeah playing a bit of Legion, painting Legion, just working on Darth Maul at the moment, who's got like all these intricate face patterns, so he's been a very stressful thing to paint. But I think he's going to come out pretty good. Yeah, the model painting that I was so like intimidated about that model and wanting to do the face right, but um, it actually turned out not too bad. I was pretty happy with it. It looks like yeah. a fun model to paint. I've seen a few people paint it. I'm kind of keen to pick it up for it, just painting sake. Yeah, the way they made it works well. Mm. Yeah, there's actually there's little dips where the black's supposed to go in his face. So it, it's not as hard as it looks, but it was still a lot of very carefully putting putting all the lines in between so you don't mess it up. Yeah. Took the words out of my mouth. I was about to ask, are they indented or? It's enough that, like, with a contrast paint, you get the lines of where to put the black. It's pretty good. Yeah, sick. That's what I did. I did red contrast first. Perfect. Yeah, yeah same. Uh, yeah, and that's about it for me. Uh, Ryan, what you been up to? Um, not a great deal. Uh, apart from the occasional games of X-Wing here and there, um, I have painted a few um, Death Trooper models. Um, yeah, they came up pretty good. Um, and... Sadly, that's about, uh, like Luke, I've been playing a bit of X-Wing and trying out the new Imperial stuff, which we'll touch on a bit later on. Um, uh, sadly for me, work has been hectic and just, um, yeah, just trying to get out of the house has just been a bit bit full on at the moment, but otherwise, um, all systems as normal. But Ryan, but... there's one thing that we have done recently. <coughs> Star mm-hmm. Wars RPG. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. This Easter long weekend was chaotic. Uh, we didn't have a breath. <laughs> um, but yes, Ben and I did play a Star Wars RPG, and it was great fun. Um, we used Legion to on everything. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was so good, the fact that uh, the next morning, Fee was looking on her phone and accidentally bought the... Um, a corset, and so now, well, <laughs> it actually was. I didn't mean to sign up to Tinder, it just happened. <laughs> Star Wars Tinder, <laughs> um, I'd be on that. Yeah, I'll bet you would. <laughs> um, no, she, well, she went to look on the prices and she thought, This is too cheap, what's the go? And she accidentally pressed um, buy instead of back. And next thing you know, we've now bought the corsets of uh, RPG and looking forward to playing some games. Awesome. Yeah. I would never get away with that excuse. That would never fly. I accidentally hit go. It started with B. I meant to press back, but it was <laughs> now. But then I swiped right and had three kids <laughs> with a different lady. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're terrible. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the big topic of the evening. Squadron packs. Yeah. yeah. I hear we're getting some soon. <laughs> we'll get to delays later that's, a, that's another topic no um so squadron packs i'll be honest i actually haven't played with 
any of the new content yet. I don't. Gosh, <laughs> me either. <laughs> but I have made so many lists. Not it's not funny. But what I'll do is I will defer to Luke, who has been playing a lot of the Rebel stuff, so he'll kick that off. Yeah, so I've been very much enjoying the new A-Wings. They are uh, very cheap for what they do. And there's just, there's just a lot of really cool cool pilots in there. So I've, I've tried Ahsoka in a Rebel Alpha Strike list. So Ahsoka, Wedge, and... Um, Luke, Luke, Wedge and Luke proton torpedoes, Ahsoka concussion missiles. Wedge and, and an a, a X-Wing? Wedge and an X-Wing, yes, exactly right. Um, How exciting and... is it that we have to say that now? <laughs> so good. So good. And that was fun. That was a little bit stressful. I'm not sure that's actually super competitive um, because everything has jam now these days. But it was good fun. Um, and then the other one, which I ran and I actually, I played on, on stream and Felix Gundarks, um, up in Queensland. I didn't fly there. That's, that's online. And, um, also, uh, in person on the tournament last week, um, at, uh, games portal was, uh, four of the less obvious A-wings. So I can, I can read it out. I'll read it out. So it was everyone, all the A-wings with vectored cannons. So it's, uh, Derek Clivian with proton rockets. Sabine Wren with proton rockets, Shara Bay with nothing but the config, and Jake with thread tracers, and then 10 Nub with the stabilized S foils just because I had 50 points left and I didn't know what to do with it. And can and confirm in... it is a horrible list to fly against. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and it's it's good fun. The, the A Wings, they all bring something different and something interesting. Shara paired with Jake, very punchy. Uh, Sabine, scary, although I got her killed immediately in both games, but in theory, scary, right? Um, and uh, yeah, so good fun. Vectored cannons, I'm not entirely sold on. It's definitely not as good as the RZ2s, but they're also not bad. Like shooting backwards is still good. Well, see, I never, yeah, I never really got into the whole Whisper Echo pre move stuff. So I don't know the vectored cannons would move work very well for me. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I not sure if your brain's in that space. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I played against it today against Lockie from the um, Maze Crew, the Banthers. That's it. I was trying to think what the name was. Um, and he was running an A wing list as well with um, you know, a bunch of the names you just said. Um, <laughs> And I beat it, but having those thrusters meant that I had to consider when I was setting my dials for those like crucial engages. It it did throw some question marks. Like, will he boost? Will he turn his thing? Will he? You know what I mean? Like, is he gonna block me and then dodge it? Yeah, and so it gives you a lot more board coverage, I think, than when you don't have it. When it's just they have to... If it's as simple as they have to finish a move and then they can do a thing, I can go, all right, if he's got to finish a move, where's he going to land? Here, here, or here. Great. I'll put myself there because if he puts himself here or there, then I can do stuff. Um, so I do like them for that factor. Whether or not I'd run five of them is probably where the bigger question mark kind of comes up, maybe. Yeah, that's it. And I think, it, and this, this is why I don't want to write them off because 
I think part of it is just to getting used to it because there were some fiddly things like in the first game I played. I didn't click that if you so you rotate the gun backwards and jump over someone, and that's that's great. And the next turn, I'm like, okay, well, I'll do a K turn to um, to get so I'm, I'm pointing back at the fight for next turn. But because then you're starting the next round with a stress, you then can't flip your gun for the next round. So so you're you're you can't shoot for a couple of turns. So I, I think you just if your gun's pointing backwards, you never K turn with those. Um, so there's a few fiddly things that are maybe just you get used to it and it's fine. I'm not sure. Um, but the other thing that I think is going to overshadow that is that the the other A-Wings, the ones that I didn't mention, so um, Ahsoka and Hera in particular, and Wedge as well to a certain extent, are better without vectored cannons, and they're probably the better A-Wings as well. Yeah. So speaking of Wedge and the A-Wing, and speaking of Games Portal Tournament last weekend, um, or last week, not weekend, it was Wednesday, um, we had a new player there, Joel, it was his first tournament, <laughs> and he went undefeated. Mm. Really? Yep. Yeah. And he was flying Luke in the X-Wing. He had 10 Num and Braylon B-Wings, but he had Wedge in the A-Wing. And I played him, actually. He beat me round two. Yeah, he beat me <laughs> round one. So, yep. <laughs> so impressive. But, so impressive. But it's pretty um, good. The interesting thing was I kind of ignored the A-Wing thinking, you know, well, the others are a bigger threat kind of thing. You never ignore an A-Wing. <laughs> Wedge put in work. Yep. Wedge is great. Yep. So that little two dice attack, you just roll double hits and bang, bang. One less green dice for you. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So, yep, Joel did pretty well. And I run gas clouds as well, which I'm sure a lot of people do because droids are a thing. And so there was a couple of turns where I had... A strain that I'd gifted myself, or he'd gifted with his gas clouds, and between wedge and the strain, even at oh. range three obstructed, I'm getting very few dice into his attacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, especially if you chuck um, prockets on him. Oof. Yeah, he doesn't. Prockets don't work on his ability, though. F no. FYI, but still good. Still, it's still five dice. It's. I, I wouldn't yeah. say no. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. yeah. Pretty mm. good. Yeah. But I haven't seen... So we've had people talk about Hera in the B-Wing being ridiculously good in terms of okay. being able to give things that you need when you need them. Yep. I haven't seen it on the table yet, though. Played yeah. against it today. Yeah? It's very good. Is this um, A-Wing or B-Wing? A-Wing. Yeah. Um, it's good for two reasons. It's good because it's literally just good. Like, mechanically, it's just strong. Like, being able to hand a token, use a token, whenever you need. So the list I was fighting against today, for reference, was Hera in an A-Wing, um, Wedge in an A-Wing, Talisan in an A-Wing. Anyway, two other A-Wings, and AP5 in the Sheathpeed. In Extended. It won't be Tali. She's resistance, but yes. Ah, uh, yeah, somewhat. Very extended. Yeah. Sabine? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it wasn't Sabine. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I think they died pretty much immediately. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so what he was doing is he was moving AP5 up, coordinating um, Hera. So she had a, co a, a focus or a evade. And then he was doing her actions and giving her another focus or evade. And then he was able to hand those off 
as he wanted to, to within what zero to two, zero to three. O to two, but that's still a long way. Yeah, it was One it was always two. long enough. I was pretty sure it was O to two. I just couldn't remember off the top of my head. Um, and so yeah, so that literally that ability is strong without any kind of other factor dialing into this. But then you've got to also like for lack of a better word, like remind yourself mid-turn when you're trying to do four things on the fly that those two tokens over on her can actually be on him if they want it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the cognitive load there is reasonably high. And so there's many turns where you can forget that quite easily. And on those clutch turns... Where well, he doesn't have a focus. Yeah, I'll go him. I'll wait. Fuck. And then all of a sudden those three damage that was going to get through none get through and then they get to get a guilt free shot back at you it's yeah, just and- like that that's that especially when you're doing five five a wings and a you know, four a wings and a and a friend there's a lot going on already too and they had the vectored thrusters as well so then in the in the systems phase it was like are they going to boost aren't they going to boost are they going to be facing this way aren't they going to be facing this way oh now i've got token sharing going on like there's just a lot to Keep track of. It's really shaking up rebels. Yeah, this this strong. Yeah, and I think it's it hasn't reached the final form yet with Hera either, because like it's such a strong faction for that ability to be in, because they've got so much token sharing stuff. Uh, I think this is a this is a bit of a meme squad, but I worked out you can get five evades on her in a given turn, oh. the right combination of ending her stuff and Junerso. Um, I mean, it's they're all like it's so was it so you can get so. Garvin, who can, when he spends a focus, he can kick a focus to someone. Kyle, who can give you focus at the start of the turn. AP5 that can coordinate. And Benthic two tubes, who can hand off focuses as well. And then you have Jin Erso in there um, with Hera. And that's 199 points. So you've got a whole point left to upgrade something. <laughs> um, I think that's probably trash. But I don't know so much. <laughs> it, might, it, it might actually be okay. I don't know. But there's got to be somewhere in there that like you get... Yes, Will said that, you know, with the coordinate or even you can get maybe a third token onto her and it just, I think it just gets a bit silly. Like at five evades, basically every time you roll evade dice, everyone's getting evades. Yeah. It's all all evades. It's all all squiggles. Yeah, pretty bad. Life's coming up squiggles. It was good fun though. I liked it. And it was nice to fly against rebels just like B-wings and X-wings. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And of that, it was Luke and Nine Nub and Ten Nub and blah, you know what I mean? Like, just the usual suspects. It's been yeah, that it's way. I see a lot more now. Yeah. A lot more stuff. Yeah. And I think, I think that's really healthy for the game. Yeah, agree. Anything else on Rebels? Has anyone seen anyone have a crack at the new B-Wing? I have one not. one with the weird turnaround. I'm not sure he's good, but I really want to give him a go. He looks fun. Which bear wings this one? So this is Netrum Pollard. Um, so oh, he, yeah. after he barrel rolls, he can choose friendly ship that is not stressed at range 0 to 1. Then that ship gains a stress token, and he can flip 180. So, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's bizarre and maybe good, but maybe too conditional and too fiddly. I'm not sure. But I want to give him a go because he looks fun. Is it only after they've performed a move, or can you do that to say, I don't know, nine nub who can then use the focus? I mean, the f- thing is a focus. Is that nine nub? Am I just making up a pilot here? Uh, anyway. Ten nub. 
Ten yeah, 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 different one. I've been playing uh, different nub. Yeah. <laughs> Up a nub. Um, <laughs> uh, could you do that to him? And then I don't know what the initiative order is like there. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can, yeah. So Netrim's only I three, so there's lots of things that can go after him and clear the stress. And so you can definitely manage it. I, I, I think it's too finicky, but I also really want to give it a go because I think it looks fun. That's that's basically my my take on him. <laughs> and it's oh, it's yeah. after he barrel rolls, so you can like coordinate a barrel roll and then flip, and then like do a two two K turn afterwards and do yeah, all sorts cool. of strange stuff. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I love shit like that. That's my like. That's my jam. Not good at it, but I like it. <laughs> but you like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all I think, right. I, I think if anyone could pull it off, it'd be you, Luke, too. Ah, buddy, <laughs> buddy, <laughs> you're the filth lord amongst us. <laughs> I wear that proudly. <laughs> all right. Well, moving along to Empire, Ryan. Do you want to kick us off here? Um, I'm not going to lie, uh, I literally grabbed the pack for one base, one card, and that was it. And that was for Darth Vader in the Defender. He is amazingly good fun for... He... Okay, so yes, he's very expensive, um, but he is worth the points if you fly him properly. So I was flying a list that was um, in this portal... Tournament as well, and it was Darth Vader in the Defender with hate, Lieutenant Psy in the Lambda with the ST three two one title, and Gideon just by himself in the Tie Fighter. And so, um, being able to give Vader his double mods, focus and evades, and he could target lock barrel roll boost if he needed to as well. It was just, it was just a lot of fun. Um, um, yeah. The lambda has coordinate, doesn't it? Yeah. What was that? Sorry. Does the lambda give yes. coordinate? Yeah. So Lieutenant Sai's ability is um, when she coordinates to a friendly ship, an action that's in her action bar, she, gets she also she gets to do the same action, whether it be a target lock. It's usually a target lock or a focus. Um, but then the title also allows her to get a target lock on a ship that is within range of. The friendly shit that she coordinated, yeah. yep, and it, and it ignores range restrictions through Lieutenant Psy. So she could be out of range three, but still have um, the ability to target lock someone. And so Vader with double mod, sorry, Vader with his force token mods, and then Lieutenant Psy with double mods was a lot of fun, put in a lot of work. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's um, a cool list. I played against yeah. it. And um, yeah, it's just that that combination of Psy and Vader is uh, it puts so much extra effort in because Vader by himself, I'm like, oh, I've got a rough idea where he's going to be. But if Psy can coordinate beforehand a boost or a barrel roll, there's so many places that bloody white 4K can be. It's genuinely scary. Yeah, um, and being able to being able to coordinate and then just do a one straight and then take an Vader as an action can make a massive difference. Because there was one turn when what was that? Sorry. Everyone expects the 4K. Exactly, exactly little, right. Little move. That's right, yes. And so I played against um, Andrew Painter, who was flying Rexler and Vader in the Defenders. And he expected me to do a 4K, but I just did a 2K. Um, Vader is strong enough at range one with his three Force tokens to 
hurt a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, I have to admit that I haven't looked at any other ones at the moment. The Interceptors do look like a lot of fun. Um, Sienna, I do want to fly. I do want to try Gideon in an Interceptor as well. Um, yeah, I haven't put any yeah. of that stuff on the table, but like the interceptor parts in particular have really opened up a whole new area of list building. Yes, they certainly have. Um, and disciplined. Yes, yeah, very strong upgrade. Um, again, I haven't haven't played with it, haven't played against it yet, so I can't confirm how good it would be. But I I can imagine that it would be amazing to fly. Um, what does it do again? I've got. I've forgotten off the top of my head. It when something, I'll go for it. Yeah. I was going to say during the engagement phase. No, I'm reading Nash Windrider. Disciplined is after another friendly ship at range zero to three is destroyed. If that ship is limited or has the disciplined upgrade, you may perform a lock or a barrel roll. And that's so even can... the, even when a ship hasn't got the target lock in their action bar, yeah. they can just still do a target lock. So you fly a big swarm. One of them dies. Oh no! Everyone's got a lock. Yep. Some droids level bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Nash, Wind... Nash Windrider in combo yeah. with that means that ship can also engage as well. So it's like, Ugh. yeah, pretty good. I like it. It's gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I do. I do yeah. like that having those. Like, there's now enough high initiative, decent named interceptors. You can like legitimately run an all interceptor list and it's not be not be too silly yeah like, so i was i was looking at a list before and i was thinking about doing sunti sienna um vault and um gideon as well and that just fits thought, uh, you, can, well, you can put discipline on all of them too i actually literally just made that while we were talking oh there you go okay i'm i'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah I don't know if you want to go 200 points in uh, with four interceptors, but oh, you, you know what? No, nah, stuff it. Just, just, just fly just better. Do it. Just fly better. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's the point nowadays too. Bid wars are such a big thing at the moment, um, especially now that you've got Vader as a six. You kind of want to try and think about coming, leading up into other tournaments, I guess. Yeah, not having, having a bid is. Scary prospect, unless you run triple fire sprays with Sam. And... In which case, you don't care. <laughs> and I'm like, come at me, bro. Yeah, Trust me. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> you and that list, I'll tell you. I love that list. I've been told I'm not allowed to fly anymore. What? Who told you? <laughs> My wife. <laughs> Have you fought it against her or not? Um, I think so. She was like, no. I will take our child and I will leave. No, she didn't say that. She <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> nah. She just reminds me that X-Wing's meant to be fun. And it is. It's, it's a fun list for you. It is. I'm having fun. Yeah, exactly. Just a shame that no one else is. 50% of the time, people are having fun. <laughs> you're, you're that 50, eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like that joke. Yep. 50% of the time, every time. Yep. Um, yeah. But I, I like to space that the Empire is like 
you know, uh, there were a lot of people saying, well, something has to die for a lot of these abilities to trigger. But I think there's a lot of space there to put a lot of Academy pilots back on the board. Well, you know, yeah. These <laughs> little things there. Oh, you killed it. Oh, no. That's, oh, that, that's what happens. Yeah, well, that's what happens. They die. <laughs> yep. They're not, they're not supposed, if, and if they're sticking around too long on the board, you're doing something wrong. So, yeah, pretty exciting. But yeah, I need to put Vader on the table. You, you haven't you... flown anything with the config, though, right? No, no. I, I really don't like the config. I think losing the 4K turn, white 4K turn is a big off. Vessery um, is probably the only one that would like it, but. I don't, I don't know. Well, Vader wouldn't mind it either, considering he gets mods anyway for attacking. So He'd the double die tap. A lot quicker though, right? Sorry, what was that? He'd die a lot quicker. Uh, without having a, Yeah, without yeah, without having the. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, no, scratch that. No, I just don't think I'll ever. I don't think I'll ever even use it really, unless um, I don't know. Vessery with sigh, and you can as an action you can evade. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to give it a go. It looks fun. I it agree. I don't think it's fun. good, but it looks fun. Yes. Um, you definitely wouldn't use it with Countess Riot, that's for sure. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, well, that was a big discussion, but I think we got past that. Yes. Yep. But no, Empire need more experience with some of those things. Now we move on to Scum. So, yeah, originally this was the pack that I was least excited about because I was like two Y-Wings and a Hawk. And I think we mentioned this on the last episode, you know, like, because, yeah, that's really what I wanted, more Y-Wings, right? <laughs> but some <laughs> of the shenanigans with some of these things is crazy good. So, well, one of the things has already been errated because I think it was going to be good. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Protectorate. Yeah, we're talking Hondo with Protectorate Gleb being able to pass off, you know, a um being able to jam one ship and disarm another one, right? That that would be pretty rude. But then also combine that with gamut key and make them disarmed for two turns. So Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> there there's a lot of stuff there, but you know, it, it does open up things like being able to have Bobber, for example, reinforce the turn before, have Gamut let him keep the reinforce into the engagement the following turn. You know, there's a lot of little shenanigans that you can do there. Does yeah. Gamut need to be on the ship, or is it 0 to 2 or some shit? It's, it's 0 it's, to 1? It's, yeah, it's 0 to 1 for the crew, and the pilot is just within the mobile arc. Okay, cool. At any range? Two different. Uh, yeah, o, o to three. O to three, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. The, the biggest thing with Hawks, though, I really want Moldy Crow on every single one. <laughs> <laughs> and just, you know, you've only got one. So it's like, which one? Because, you know, now that with all these pilots, Gamut Key's pretty good. You know, I mean, the. The Scumhawks were already pretty good. Torquil was making a big showing in, you know, a lot of lists and stuff like that. But now you've got Kanan as well. And it's like, yeah, there's a They're lot. so good. 
got many lists with two of them. Yep. So I haven't really explored the Y-Wing stuff yet. Like, they seem strong, like the Initiative 3 ones. Yeah. I've got a few lists with two, two Y-Wings, two Hawks, because they're all Initiative 3. That um, work, yeah. And then you can either take Ordnance, Bombs, or just upgrade the shit out of your Hawks. Or... But a couple of... Um, one of the lists that I've built is Multicrow on Pull-Up with Kanan, with Hull Upgrade, and just to make him a little bit chunkier, and a few other bits and bobs on the Hawks. I can't remember quite off the top of my head. And then two Y-Wings with Ion Cannons. This is hyperspace legal as well. Um, and the whole, the whole idea of the list is simply, I take your shit and I make you worse. And then I make you move where I want you to move. Like power, it's just control. you know, like, you can yeah. do all kinds of janky stuff. Yeah. You take all their tokens so that they can't prevent the ion cannons from getting through. Then you iron them. Then you, you know what I mean? And you've got like 28 hull, I think, between them was what I got to. So that it's reasonably tanky as well. Um, and you can just generally make them have a shit day. Um, yep. Speaking of making people have a shit day, can I uh, can I jump to my list for the first round of the Singapore League? Because I'm very yeah, proud of it. Is, it. is this where it fits in? Does it? All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um, excellent. So uh, the key, the the backbone of this list is the combination of Cutthroat and False Transponder codes to oh, okay. get lots of free jams. So what I've done is I've taken both of those upgrades and put them on the i3 Kirax fighter. And then I've duplicated that three times. So that's four Kirax fighters with cutthroat and false transponder codes. Oh. And then gamut key in the Hawk with false transponder codes as well. Nice. So who's, who's piloting the Hawk or is it gamut key? Or that's that's gamut, gamut key. He's flying the Hawk because he's just he's a cheap Hawk. So, um, so what that means is that you have five jams Whenever you like, whenever you want, just target lock something. It's jammed, and then as soon as something dies, you get three or four of them back, and you just keep doing it, and just nothing, nothing ever gets mods. Um, while you still get yours, it's I'm I haven't put it on the table yet, but I'm looking forward to it, um, especially because this league. So that's two hundred points on the dot, but the league there's special rules for each round, and this one is everyone has to have Hondo in a list, and he's free. <laughs> and so what that means is I can put him on gamut. And so say I've got something, I'm like, okay, you're getting three target locks on you. So I can then Hondo coordinate him <laughs> and he can't do anything with that because he's already ex you know, extra jammed. Um, you can also just load someone if you've, they've got like a, you know, you're playing against someone with like a really fat hand or, hand or something. I can just pile a whole bunch of... Um, jam tokens on him like more than i need and then use gamut so he keeps them till next turn um, oh my god yeah i'm really looking forward to it it's it's gonna be gross i'm glad you're taking that one online and not <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, well, my god that just rude. just if i if i ever ask to borrow some kirax fighters tell me no <laughs> oh man i don't own a single <laughs> kirax fighter i 
This, I was honestly hoping that the Scum pack had Kirax fighters in it because that's the ship that I want the most from Scum in a reprint. Yeah. And Star Vipers, but, you know. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for Star Vipers and then I might have brought into Scum a bit as well. But, oh well. Next Maybe, time. Next time. Yep. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> there'll be other packs coming out. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing. So with the scum stuff, just all these little extra janky, you know, things that you can do. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there to explore. And we've got so some resident scum players that are really putting out some lists that just look disgusting. So there was a guy that came along to our tournament and he, and, uh, he was new to the scene. He's like, oh, I didn't know you guys played here. Well, yeah, we're here. Um, we're here on Monday nights and all that type of jazz. And he said, uh, I said, what do you fly? And he said, I mostly fly scum. I've heard they're not that great. And I said, no, they, they're janky at the moment. They, uh, with a new pack out, you'll be seeing a fair few of them and they'll be a lot of fun apparently. Yeah. As a, as an Imperial first order player, I don't know. I, I'm not looking forward to flying against any of these things. However, they sound like a lot of fun for the game. So, yeah. Yeah, they'll be awesome. But they're not going to be as... They're not obvious. No. Scum is really obvious. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. That's sort of their thing. It's like Luke's list. Oh, it's all just Initiative 3. That's cool. And then no tokens for you. Yeah. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there's... Yeah. Pretty excited about that. There's also some interesting things with like the Initiative 5 Y-Wing that can get a free lock if you're not targeting it, you know, if you're not facing it and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think there's there's a lot of stuff there for people to try out on the table and see how it goes. Yeah, it'll take a while to unpack it all. Yeah, because there's a lot. There is a lot. Which is exciting. For those wondering, I'm painting an Infinity model while we podcast. Yep. It's very fun. Very fun. Just saying. You should get into Infinity. Stop promoting rival systems. <laughs> get out of here, you. Rory was trying to get me in, but, yep. You resisted or you still... So far. So far. Yeah. It's a lot like Blood Bowl. If you like Blood Bowl... Oh, Blood Bowl is ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. So Infinity's like, ridiculous too. Last night I had a friendly game of Blood Bowl and I went to go foul a dude. Luckily I did foul him, but I rolled doubles, which means um, the <laughs> ref sees you. Um, and oh. if the ref sees you, that player gets sent off for the rest of the game. Right? So I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to argue with the ref. And then I rolled a one, which means yeah. that not only does the player get sent off, but me as a coach get sent off as well. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just like, oh no! But what uh, does that even mean? <laughs> you have you have all kinds of like, um, not what's the opposite word to bonuses? Like you have a whole lot of like negative modifiers and stuff on on some things that can happen. So yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> I do but love the, I love the thematics of that game. game so much. Yep, it is such a clever game with all the little all the little things like and. Things like um, the weather conditions and things like that. Yep. So the game ended up drawn 2-2, oh. except so my opponent was running Sca- uh, Scave in the Ratman, um, and he had the ball the very last turn. He was two squares short of the end zone. He went for it, 
and if you you can move up to two extra squares, but you have to roll a dice. And if you roll a one, you drip up. Guess what he rolled? <laughs> <laughs> so, and no re-rolls left. Oh, no. So, no. Pretty awesome. Who are, you, who are you playing against? Playing Earl. Uh... Pre-season friendly. We've got a league starting this week. Nice. Who's in it? Uh, did you get eight? We've got six. We've got six. Oh, oh, not too bad. But, All right. Uh, X-Wing, guys. X-Wing podcast. Yep. Focus. Topic, we can do this. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too many games. Next topic. Um, since the last episode, we've had quite a lot of stuff come through from AMG around their mini games. They had um, sort of a three or four day event or whatever it was, like a mini extravaganza talking about all the miniature games. Um and there wasn't a lot of new stuff released for X-Wing. There was one very exciting thing released, which is the um, the tentacle ship. So we're going to get epic tentacles. Um, I don't remember the name ah. of the ship, but it's the one from the Clone Wars that attacks Kamino that can go underwater and stuff. Can we and not call it epic tentacles? <laughs> it is epic tentacles. No, but it's um, that's a really good-looking model. And I think there's some new game modes coming with it as well, like um, like solo mode thing that you can play in Epic to take it on. I don't really remember. I didn't see the full details, but it sounds like they've put um, like a fair bit of effort into sort of more scenario type stuff playing with that ship. That's what it's called, the Trident Class Assault Ship. So It seems to me that... Um, AMG and I suppose FFG to a point because they've still got hold of it. As, even with the new packs as well, it seems like they're starting to plug a lot of Epic now. Yeah, I mean, Is there that... were titles in the thing. There was some extra wing stuff for like yeah. when you're playing Sky Strike Academy or Phoenix Cell as a wing in Epic. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get the feeling that this is part of the push from AMG. Like obviously, FFG beforehand, like the stuff we're seeing now is still FFG, you know, developed. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But it does seem that they're pushing a bit more into that space to sort of not have just the 200-point dogfight type thing, you know, to actually expand the game a bit more. I mean, we have yeah. seen stuff with Aces High. In fact, I think tonight Gus is playing Aces High at Maze. That's why he's not here. Um, you know, so people have done a little bit of stuff like that, and it seems that there's more of a focus on that, which is good. I don't I think, it's good. I think it's good for the game. Um, yep. I haven't flown Epic in a very long time. Um, well, so, the, other, yeah. Yeah, the other thing that they did over the weekend is for the different games, they had different sort of scenarios for you to play where you like you got an extra bonus. And I think in X-Wing it was if you were flying aces, you got some sort of bonuses. But if you were flying, like, big beefy ships, you got some other sort of bonus. What was this for? Uh, for Maze? No, no, this is just a thing that they, they posted the rules, like AMG posted the rules for that weekend saying, you know, go play the this game as a scenario. And they did it. They did an X-Wing one. I think they did some Legion ones as well. Yep, and, and Armada as well. Yep. Oh, and cool. um, And the idea was you would go and play these rules if you wanted to but play and you report who which faction won and it's going to dictate what art they use on some upcoming uh alt art cards oh oh i like that a lot that's so yeah. 
that's clever. So, I mean, that's, with yeah. some of the other game systems, like 40K have done things like this, where they have big events that run and people submit their stats and this, and it drives, like, either a bit where the law goes or that kind of stuff. But, you know, doing this, different alt arts, yeah, it's, it sounds pretty good. Give the people what they want. That's very cool. Yep. So AMG, I have to say they did do a lot of that. There was, um, you know, there was talk of upcoming things, not so much for X-Wing, obviously they talked about the Epic ship, there wasn't much else, but, you know, in Legion they had a look at Yoda and some other stuff, so... They were and, painting tutorial as well. Oh, too. they were doing painting stuff. Yeah. You know, even painting X-Wing things, yes, X-Wing models are still going to come painted, but that doesn't mean you can't repaint them. And so, yeah, they were doing doing stuff like that. Um, there was a whole, like, I don't think any of us are into Marvel Crisis Protocol, but they obviously had a lot of stuff for that going on. Um, so, yeah, there's, I think that engagement with the community was something that FFG weren't so good at, but it seems that AMG are doing this quite often. You know, they have little painting things, I think, every week. Um, you know, so, and sometimes they, like, leak stuff during some of those things so for example the yoda stuff that actually painted the yoda model um so yeah it's pretty pretty good to have that extra interaction um and speaking of the interaction they also told us that there were some delays coming up they did only mention us release dates but who knows if it impacts the rest of the world but um you know instead of just finding out oh on release day it's not there they actually have told us so they're not afraid to also give us bad news which is good you know i think the more transparent and the more engagement we get the better the games will be because you know we all know what's happening 100 mm -hmm. bad news is still better than no news exactly, exactly. i think that's one of the things i don't like I don't know why FFG didn't do that, but it seems AMG are trying to make a big push to do more of that and being a bit more engaged and, and things like that. So, yeah. Having played a game that these guys previously ran with um, War Machine several years ago, um, anecdotally they ran it. Like, obviously, I don't know what happens behind the scenes, but they seem to be running things very similar to how they did that then transparency, openness, blah, blah, blah. The community trusted that they were getting the right information. Yep. And that, that eventually they'd be good. You know what I mean? Their word would be good. Yep. They'd see the product they wanted to see. And that goes for both rules as well as like the logistics and the actual product. Well, that's actually one of the things you just mentioned that I'm super excited about. They haven't done it for X-Wing yet, or at least I haven't checked in the last week or so, but they have released the rules forums for Legion, and they are extremely responsive on there. Like, people will ask a question on Facebook, and, you know, the next day, if not within a few hours, the question is in the forum with an answer. And... The, the other thing that I've noticed is some of the people answering those questions are actually trusted people from the community. They're not all just AMG people. Um, you know, these, 
they're people that are like premier level judges that have done some of the big events and things like that. They're the ones also getting involved with the rules and answering the questions. So there's community engagement in that aspect as well. So I'm, I'm fingers crossed hoping that, you know, when they do it for X-Wing, that they do involve some of the people like we know that D from um, Fly Better and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of people that do put a lot of work in this and obviously there needs to be consensus on some of these things. But, you know, if it's if it's grey area, that's where AMG need to step in and go, this is it. But it is a way for the community to collect those questions, you know. Yeah. So I have seen AMG or their predecessor studio um, actually contradict a ruling as well, which is um, obviously not an ideal situation, but good to see that they don't just let... The, yeah, not shying away from it. The, the first word isn't the final word if they think that they've made a, a mistake. Yep. Um, which also gives you that trust in the, the, the best outcome for the community is always the priority as opposed to blah, blah, blah. Well, speaking of things that changed, when all the squadron packs came out, what was it? Was it the sensitive controls? First oh, yeah. came out as two points, and then it got eroded to zero points, and now it's back to two points, I think. I was really excited for that to be zero points. I was going to use it at zero points. <laughs> yep. Is it shit at two points, is it? It's not because it it replaces their double reposition, or their their you know link Similar and boost or barrel roll off of anything, to do the same boost or barrel roll in the system phase. So it's not better, is the problem. And in on some ships, it's worse. Oh, this is the one for the tie silencer, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, silencer and the interceptor, exactly right. And I think we touched on this last episode, you know, a lot of these upgrades, A, they're standardized, so you have to take them across your fleet, but B, they're more side grades than upgrades. You know, they change the flavor of a ship. And this one changes the flavor of a ship, like it does that well, but with points for it. But it's not yeah. worth it. It's, but it's that's where someone out there will go big brain, find a way where it is worth it, and smash an event with it. Which doesn't mean it's going to be the new pick at the moment, but It'll this happens in AOS all the time because AOS has, I wouldn't say more depth than X-Wing, but it's got more variance than X-Wing because you don't have standardized upgrades and shit like that in AOS. But what will happen is a book will release, the community will put their nose up at it because of whatever reason. It's not good enough. doesn't do the thing. And then someone out there will be like, but what about this? And then finds some little corner case thing, comes out, smashes event, an event with it. And then it doesn't mean it's going to make it out into the meta and become a thing, but it's just like, it gives you that It's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. It's not, yeah. I, I'm willing to give it a go on Kylo for one, maybe one game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big fan of it, but I... I mean, blackout, you want to be able to get out from behind the clouds, right? True. Yes, very true. Um, There's places for it. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of running it lately anyway, because I've been running an ETA in three nights. Yeah, um, similar mechanics. Of doing similar, mechanically, it's similar, yeah. like different chassis, different whatevers. But there's times where that is very useful. 
and people, again, people forget about it. It's one of those things where it's not the norm. People forget it's an option. They don't plan for it. And then all of a sudden you're behind them. Oh, yeah. The old um, system phase barrel roll to block a uh, 4K is my favorite move in the whole game. Yeah. yeah not <laughs> my favorite. I've done that to you, have I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's that sort of shit. Can catch people by surprise. Gets you that key engagement, wins you the game. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit of a fan of the Phantoms, so I reckon it'll be interesting, to say the yep. least. Yeah, that's fair. But all in all, do you reckon these squadron packs? There's still months of oh, there's tons of turning to go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think in regards to getting people excited about the game, success. You know, they, they nailed it because the amount of Rebels that we've seen on the table in the last couple of weeks since these packs came out, like, it's just way more than what we had before. Same with Empire, people playing around with Interceptors and stuff and, you know, Vader Defender, that kind of thing. And even Scum, you know, like, Scum has been Fire Sprays and Fangs for a long time and now people are like, you know, Hawks, you know, or Y-Wings. It's, it's it's nice to finally have something to play with in those old old um and like sorry on the, in the old lists yeah yeah we haven't even covered like some of the stuff that's in it there's some weird like pilot upgrades interlope or something something and something something belly runs you know like there's there's so much space that people are not even talking about yet the belly runs actually look really good like you can, like, you can shoot while you're a rock. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, super good. So yeah, but you reckon that that was my, going to be my question. Overall, they've added something to the game. They're an improvement. Definitely. Yeah. Big success. Big success. I think any new ships in the game is an instant success for the game. To be honest, but it, they're even the same ships. And I'll be honest. Like while I haven't put the stuff from the packs on the list. It did start getting me thinking about B-Wings. So I've been flying B-Wings again, you know. It's, and so even though they're old ships, it does give a bit of new lease of life in them, even if it's not flying the new pilots, you know. So, yeah. And even with Interceptors, I've seen a lot of people going, you know what, Suntia. Haven't seen him around. He's coming back. I haven't, I haven't flown a Defender in 2.0 competitively since until now. Like that was my go-to. Three, three defenders. Oh, yeah, he went two and out, two and one on that on that tournament. He did well. Yeah, yeah, I did all right, and I lost to the top player. Thank you very much. I'm proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, keep me grounded. I needed it. Yep. (laughs) Um, All of us. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's good to see defenders on the board again. Oh, don't get me wrong, I hate flying against them, but jeez, I love flying them. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, even before the squadron packs came out, we had people like, you know, Brendan flying the um, defenders and things just because it got people thinking about it again. So to answer your question, Will, definitely I think the squadron packs have added a lot more excitement to the game. Yeah, I agree. I think they're great. I think they've done more for the game than the previous ones did. Yep. Um, previous ones just seemed to be a bundle. 
You know what I mean? Like, not much else came with them. Yep. Not much excitement-wise, like meta-wise, what these ones seem to be. Well, the like. interesting thing, we still have one faction that doesn't have one. Like, what's first order Ever. and when? Two more ties and then a third tie. <laughs> triggered. Super triggered. <laughs> yep. But that's all right. First of all, we'll get their time. Maybe. Yep. It, it just, it's, it's very frustrating considering even Resistance had, to, they had two packs. You know, it balanced it out. Well, I mean, yes, but also Scum need another one that's a Star Viper and two cracks. <laughs> Do Accurate. they now, Ben? <laughs> you know, I mean, they had that in first edition. Just, you know, we need it back. Yeah, I think what was good with these packs that have come out as well was that they're thematic. Yeah. Um, like the whole Phoenix Cell slash Sky Strike Academy yeah, stuff. It, like it's really... If you haven't seen Rebels, you're doing something wrong with your life. You need to go see it <laughs> because these three packs are pretty much based off Rebels and it's just just fantastic. Like, yeah. Uh, rewatching some of the episodes, I didn't. I, I forgot about Vault Scarus in in Rebels, and he's like, oh, "This is Vault Scarus. I'm a, I'm an ace pilot. You're not, but your abilities." <laughs> Okay. You're but, not you know. Suntier. <laughs> no, you're not Suntier. Get get with the program, man. But so, he sure and, is Initiative 5, so yeah, that's he nice. he sure is. He sure is. Um, I, yeah, I found it weird that, I mean, I guess timeline-wise, I, I get it. They haven't put Wedge in a TIE fighter or anything like that. But He never yeah. flies a TIE fighter, man. No, don't ruin my hopes and dreams of a new pack. Jesus, Will. All right. No, I know. I know. I know. I know that one. Reality check in three, two, <laughs> one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. That's fine. But yeah, I just yeah, I just well, that's it, one. It is, that's one big thing I liked about it all. It is kind of interesting with some of these characters that have switched sides because Callus just came out for um, Legion. Legion. Yes. Oh, so, and, yeah, sorry. And he's Imperial. Yes. Yeah. Keen. Hashtag give him to me in Rebels, bro. I think there's a good little segue into uh, cross-factions there. Well, yeah, I mean... Don't know. There's a few things like that. I mean, it's for Legion specifically, you know, with Iden, Callus, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and be interesting. People that are rebels now, but were something before getting. I think that's a design space that will probably open up in Legion pretty soon. Is like allies and um. It could just be a card pack. Yeah. Yeah, another card pack would be good. So, yeah, I do like the little articles that FFG slash AMG have been producing, and that's to um. They've been talking to developers about the new pilot abilities and skills. Oh, yeah, and why? And why? Why does Sienna Ray take a stress for ta- attacking an enemy ship? That's silly. Well, no, this is the reason why. Uh, why can't Vader use his force for defense? Well, this is why. We've actually researched our stuff and gone with it. And I'm, I'm not sad. It's really good. Yeah, I. I... And I, I wonder, because I, I, I imagine AMG are now writing those articles, and I, I suspect that's part of the style differences. They do, they do love a bit of flavour. AMG seem to, so um, I think that's what they're injecting. And in no, I agree, it does make them a more interesting read than before when they were more mechanically focused and 
often wrong with the mechanics so you sort of just <laughs> skipped through them and looked at the cards yeah that's that's what i would do find the first link to the card and just scroll through the cards scroll through the cards that's it but now i actually read it no you're right yeah mm. just the little things that we appreciate as a community <laughs> it's all pretty good all right what else do we want to talk about we probably want to talk about the master series we do. Ooh, what's the master series, Will? Oh my you up there. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, litmus test of if anyone listens to this. No, um, <laughs> are only available at the end of this podcast. No, yep. um, four people masters. No, uh, so the master series is an idea that I in like episode one, I think it was, or episode two, and it's been touched on once or twice ever since. Um. So Ben and myself have been working in the background to put together a uh, player's pack and a store proposition. Um, We've been propositioning people left and right. Uh, And what we're doing is we've put together a series of events that's going to run over the next 12 months, uh, starting in June, um, that are going to run by... uh, Bi-monthly? That's too soon. Every second, every third month. Second, every two months? I don't know. We'll Worth. work that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not to, to an exact date, because we've got to play into like other releases, all that sort of business, and make sure that we're not you know, putting an event on the same weekend as someone else and all that sort of stuff, but roughly every two months. Um, and each of these events are going to be independent of AMG. They're going to be community ri- um, run and supported. Uh, and we're going to run a one-dayer, five-round tournament that will start at 9am, finish at about 6pm. It'll run for five rounds. Uh, It's going to be hyperspace for this season, Uh, and the top four players from each tournament um, is going to be... Ryan, mute yourself. Uh, The top four players from each tournament is going to be invited to come to the Masters event, which will run at the end of the season. It'll be a sixth event. Uh, And anyone who qualifies for that gets entry into that event for free. Um, So that's the sort of synopsis, top top down, look down, whatever. Um, And I think the important bit, is that events are going to be spread around the state. We want it to be the Victorian Masters. So we're going to have an event in Geelong, one in Ballarat. We're going to have one at Mays. We're going to have one in Ringwood. And we're going to have one somewhere else that we're still confirming. Yeah, so a bit, a bit of news on that one. Um, so there's, the first event is going to be at Games Portal in Ringwood, which will be in June, early June. Uh, date to be confirmed. It was meant to be at the end of May, but um, other events have clashed with that one, so forcing us into June, which is fine. Um, The plan is to run the second event roughly two months later. The only reason I say roughly is my my wife and I are expecting our first child in August, which would be the month that the second event would run. So there may be a chance that it will run a little bit early or a little bit late, depending on this, that, and the wind. Um, And that is planning to be run down in Guffs, Geelong, um, if you've not been there, you should check it out. It's down in the called the CBD of Geelong. Um, then the Ballarat, when, we're not doing Ballarat now. We're actually going to go to Werribee, Guff's Werribee. Um, they've agreed to partner up with us. Um, 
dates again to be determined. And then, yeah, again in Mays. And we're looking at doing one down in Frankston, um, but we couldn't get a venue down there. So we're looking at doing it at Good Games Greensboro. Uh, I'm yet to reach out to them, uh, but I've got good connections there through the AOS community um, and have it on good authority that they'd be able to fit the amount of players that we'd like to fit. Uh, but that's TBC. So the fifth event, we'll see. Um, literal worst case, we'll repeat a venue. Yeah. Sort of There's a few factors with venues that go into this, which is like pretty, like I'll throw it out there just in case the community's like, why didn't you think about mine? Um, so we need, a, we need a, a place that can host 20 tables because we are having up to 40 players at each event. Um, so that's, that's, a, that's factor number one. And the second factor is their event uh, their venue costs need to be achievable because we don't want pretty much every cost that they pass to us, we have to pass to you. So to make sure that you're getting bang for your buck, we've got to make sure we're going to a venue that can do right by us as much as we can do by them, if that makes sense. Um, on that note, Portal and Guffs Geelong have both done exceptionally well by the community on these ones. So if you've got shekels to spare, send them their way. Um, as a thank you. Uh, so yeah, so that is the plan. And so each event players will get a goodie bag um, and each event's going to be a, a mix of goodie bag uh, treasure, which is going to be in the form of acrylic tokens, alt art cards, that sort of business. Um, so you should get a fairly good swag just from coming through the door. Uh, then on the day, there's going to be top three, the usual top three, uh, which will all receive prizes in the form of store credit for the venue that we're at. Um, then there's also going to be a wooden spoon prize for the person who's last. Uh, and on the day, uh, there's going to be a painting and modification competition that people can opt into participating in if they wish to. Um, which will be judged at the just before round four after lunch. Um, so it'll be about 10 minutes. All the, everyone who wishes to can go have a look at the models that people have submitted and chuck a vote for their favorite one. So it'll just be a piece of paper in a box, that sort of business. They'll get tallied up and the winner will win a little voucher as well. And a bit ship, of a celebration. Sorry. The ship does not need to be in your list that you're playing that day. Exactly. It doesn't need to be. The only, the only limitation on it is you can't win. So if you win best painted with, you know, your repainted X-Wing at Portal, you can't win again with that same ship at Guffs. You can win again, but you just got to paint a different ship, <laughs> assuming that people vote for it. Um, so, yeah, so it should be a really fun day. Um, it's a lot of X-Wing in a day, so it's going to be four to five rounds, um, depending on player attendance. Uh, aims to be for five rounds. Um and oh, and the other thing that we'll be running on the day is a raffle. So everyone who signs up gets a raffle ticket just for, just for being there, just as a thank you. Um, and then list submission. There's actually going to be a list submission for X-Wing, so that's a slight departure from your standard sort of rock up and play kind of tournament. Um, that'll, that's going to be seven days before the event. And so they're going to be via um, Tabletop TO. Yep. Um, so you'll use one of the URL submissions there so that we can validate your lists. Um, and if you do that successfully on time with no errors and no issues, you'll get a bonus raffle ticket. So in theory, everyone starts the day with two raffle tickets in their pocket. Um, and then you'll be able to purchase more tickets on the day. Um, 
for for change in your pocket uh and the aim there is to raise some money to help support the series into next year um and and help and help it pay for itself and keep going because we are we're we're building a website for a bunch of different stuff going in the background as well as uh ryan is assisting us in getting some extra uh, like a, a library of tables that can travel with the with the series and things like that. So there's some costs in in getting started and some costs in maintaining. So any any purchases of the raffle tickets really helps the series in that way. Um, and we'll probably set up a coffee or Patreon, uh, not Patreon, um, OnlyFans. No, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll set up some donation thing if people so choose. Um, if you donate, we won't set up an OnlyFans. How does that sound? Oh, Luke. <laughs> well, we won't really. release Ryan's tape. Everyone oh, no, that's out there anyway. Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Um, so, yeah, just to help offset those costs and make sure that the series stays strong and does, all, does well. Um, but we've got some really, really cool prizes in the raffle as well. Some stuff that's only going to be available through the raffle. Um, and then depending on attendance on the day too, there'll be additional door prizes and things like that that'll be going out to people um, through the day as like lucky dip prizes, stuff like that. Um, so there should be a lot of stuff for people to sort of engage in. There'll be some content that you can literally only get through the series. So the tokens are all going to be, I've, I've literally designed them all myself. Um, so they're all going to be cut for the series and only available through the series. And at each event, you'll have custom acrylic that's only available at that event. So... If if collecting's your jam, coming to each event will bare minimum get you the whole set of of acrylics and and alt arts, uh, and then you're in with a chance to win a place in the masters. The masters again will have some unique prizes and a podium and all that stuff of its own, and then whoever wins that will be the master until the following year we crown a new master. So that is the plan. Um, so yeah, so hopefully gets people excited. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be sort of a a bridge between what you you would expect from a standard X-wing event, just rocking up at your local, uh, and what you'd find if you played like AOS or one of those where it's all community community run and community supported. Um, so we should have a we should have a pack up and available for players uh, to download and read. In the Hopefully, next... by the time this episode is posted. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. By the time this episode goes live, we should have a pack up and ready to go on the, you know, the local like Facebook pages and all that sort of business. A link through to our website, which should be done by then. Fingers crossed. If not, it'll be not far off. Um, and oh, and then you'll be able to pay and all that sort of business using um, Ben. What's that thing we're using for people to pay us? Eventbrite. That's it. Just so you know, you know, your money's safe and we're not scamming you we are scamming you we're just making it look legit no no um nothing like you're that. really bad at this scamming thing well <laughs> you just gave it away no um so yeah we've already registered the domain and got a website up and running and stuff like that we just have to actually make the content for it so you, people know what's going on mm -hmm. um we're running victorian masters but you know we're not opposed to master series running in other jurisdictions so Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's 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 the plan for next year, probably. So the next calendar year, we're going to do that, and we'll open open it up to people applying to host a masters a masters games at their venue or through their club or whatnot. And there'll be certain stipulations and all that sort of business, but 
We'll, yep, we'll get all that info put together. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, it's super exciting. Um, I really hope everyone kind of gets around it and has a bit of fun. Um, and yeah. And the last bit of news, which isn't actually Masters, but it is a warm-up event-ish kind of for the Masters. And that is Lockie's event at Maze on the 25th of April. Are you guys all aware of this event? Are you all going to go to this event on the 25th of April? Absolutely. Yes. Hells yeah, me too. Um, so tickets are available to purchase. Uh, it is a X-Wing one-dayer that's being held at Maze of Fitzroy on the 25th of April. Um, it is $25 per person. Um, and that $25 is, again, paying for a goodie bag, prizes, all that business. So it's a bit of a premium event. Um, I was chatting to Lockie today, and he's got some cool stuff coming from uh, custom acrylic cutters and all that sort of business. So I think it should be a really fun event for you to go and get some little collectibles and all that sort of business, as well as I think it's five rounds of X-Wing. I can't remember whether it was five or... Yeah, five is what the event says, so I assume we'll yeah. see by numbers, but yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so, and I think his cap, does he have a cap on the event? Uh, not that he's written, but I assume eventually we'll fill the store, but no, I think they, they can take a fair few. I think Maze can quite comfortably host 40, so let's let's assume 40. <laughs> let's make it 40, people. Let's put him under pressure. No, um... So yeah, so 25th of April, we'll all be there. Brian will be there. He hasn't said anything, but he'll be there. Sorry, yes, I forgot that I was still on mute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, I will be there, yes. Excellent. Um, um, is Can we pay on the day? Nah, man, it's a pay-before-you-go thing, because he's got he's to pay for all the stuff. That's the difference between a community-run event and a event, and this is going to be the same for the series as well, is tickets need to be purchased beforehand, because I need to then be able to order what I need to give you on the day. So that's the biggest difference, I guess. Um, but the other stuff that's exciting is with the series, at least as well, is we'll be then be able to pull your lists down, do discussions, put podcasts up, do all that sort of stuff, have a chat, have a, have a good time. Really make some sort of... Make some memories, guys. Make some memories. Um, and then because we're moving everything through the state too, people can go book, book a hotel for the night two nights, do whatever you want to do, travel there on the day if you like, but we can go out for the, to the pub afterwards, have a, have a meal, do all that sort of business, and generally get to know each other and have fun outside of just rolling dice and slightly hating each other because, Luke, you flew that better than me. God damn you. <laughs> yep. Still not sorry. Never <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, 25th, tickets are on sale. The event is up on Facebook. It is. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the the odds. That's it. And you can buy tickets today if you wish. Truly buying it right now. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I'm about to do the same thing. (laughs) I am about to look it up now. It's extended too, which is if you're a bit sick of the hyperspace format, which is fair enough, it's an extended event. So, boom. Yeah, five rounds Swiss extended, 75 minute rounds. Starts at 10 a.m. Boom. Be there at 10, 10 a.m. Registration, 10 a.m. So we can get started. We can crush and do all that sort of fun shit. Alrighty, guys. I have, I have spruiked. I have spruiked good and proper. Yep. But I'm excited. I like legitimately am. I, yeah, I don't know how many hours I've spent on this. It's, it's actually insane. It <laughs> is. It is. But those tokens are looking mwah, so crisp. Oh, yes. I'm pretty pumped. I was, I was actually talking about the cut. I was talking to the cutter today. So... 
he's just confirmed he's cleared his backlog and he's about to start work on it for us. So I just asked him, I'm like, how long do you need to cut 250 tokens? And he's just like, well, not that long to cut them, a little while to paint them. <laughs> just so, yeah. so everyone knows, there's only 32 tickets remaining on that event for that Lucky is hosting. There you go. Don't, don't piss part about. It'll sell out. No, get in there. Make that 31. Press the button. <laughs> Neat. 30. I'm about to hit the button as well. Um, and yeah. And Lockie's a great dude. If you haven't met, if you have not played against him, he's, he's run a few AOS events. But they're always really well run on time. No piss farting about. He knows his rules. He knows his X-Wing. It'll be a great, it'll be a real tight event. Awesome. Is he running the event? Yes. Like, I think he's planning to play in it as well because X-Wing's pretty good like that. Good like that. Um, yeah. But he'll be he'll be he'll be your TO on the day, in case there's a rules query or whatever. Um, yes, it's all pretty good. Yeah, I'm pumped, man. X Wing's got me super excited at the loving the X Wing scene. Yep. And also, yeah. other exciting news: a bunch of the guys I went and played X Wing with today are like old money for AOS, like. Most of them were masters level players and stuff like that for AOS before they all kind of got sick of it, and they've all jumped shit into X- ship into X Wing and they are loving it. They're in deep. Um, good news. So that we should have a good like if if AOS is anything to go by, and their interest and ability levels, we should have a good crop of very very good players on our hands very soon. Well, we've already seen that with some of the ones that have just started in the last couple of months. Yeah, well, Danny Paints is one of those for old Danny, yeah. and he's he's solid. And then another guy, Nick, um, he was probably the best AOS player in Victoria for a good long time. Probably still is if he wanted to try. Um, and uh, another guy, Nick and Sam, uh, all old mates of Lockie's as well, and mine from years gone by. Um, and they'll they'll be around around the traps. So they're going to be at, they're going to be there on the twenty fifth as well. Don't expect much of them on the 25th. They're still learning. <laughs> but soon they will crush you all. Me included, me included. It'll be bad. It'll be bad. So, yeah. But uh, it's going to be, oh, mate, such a good spot this game is in right now. Love it. Yep. And new people coming all the time. Yep. It's good. Yep, for sure. And the Geelong scene's popping off as well. Like, there's a bunch of guys down there that are right into it. It's just getting stronger and stronger. All right. Yeah. Any other topics we want to cover? I'm out. Yeah, all good. I'm all good as well. We will see you on the next episode. Yep, yep. Bye Thanks, bye. guys. See ya. <laughs>